Test, test, okay. Here we go. Well, hello, I'm Andrew Kuman. And I'm Petra Bosma Kuman. And this is another edition of Mocktail, mocktail Mashup on Things I Said Out Loud. Our featured mocktail is a passion fruit limeade. I made it up. We will put the full recipe in the show notes, but let me tell you, it's a delight. Yeah, it's really good. Do you think you can recreate it? 100% yes. So the format of our little podcast is simple. We talk about five things from the past week or so. Something read, something heard, something seen, something learned, and something that caught our attention. So here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so... The first thing is read. What did you read? I burned through a book called Tom Lake by Anne Patchett. It is part of Reese's... Oh, it's another one of hers. Yeah, it's really good. The Dutch House is next on my list if you're interested. You um, burn through books, but you don't burn books. I don't burn books. I would never... I've used that joke before, I think. Yeah, you have. It's a good one. <laughs> but I think we scrubbed it from the last <laughs> podcast and we didn't air it. So I won't ruin it, but it is uh, set in today or is set during the pandemic where a woman is home with her husband and her three grown girls and these girls are asking her to tell them about the summer that she spent on Tom Lake or at Tom Lake um, as part of um, a theater group and it's really good. Oh, Tom Lake's a lake, not a person? Tom Lake's a lake where there's a theater Nice. Kind of like uh, Stratford. Okay. And it's kind of like heartwarming and Oh my goodness. Light. I'm just living my best life. Learning about women in their 40s. <laughs> <laughs> Reconciling who they've become. Hmm. Yes. It's a, it's a whole genre. And I'm nice. in it. Sweet. I, um, I read an article about Timothy Chalamet. The actor everyone loves. In who is he? He's in like Dune and he's in the Little Women film by Greta Gerwig. He's, he's the character. He? he falls Which in love with um, Francis Pugh ultimately. Mm. Yeah, he's sweet. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's, um, he's kind of in everything right now. And um, I'm not ashamed to say that I subscribe to GQ because they have some great writing. And uh, it's like the third time apparently that this journalist has connected with him over the course of his career over the last like mm-hmm. 10 years. And... It's kind of an interesting to like just see his journey as an artist and he's hitting he's close to 30 now and some of the decisions he's making as an actor so yeah it's fascinating sorry so you subscribe to GQ for the writing for the writing yeah because the fashion I don't see myself in any of the fashion <laughs> let's be honest I'm like, hmm. all right Andrew what's something you heard okay so I heard that there's a new documentary about Moby remember that artist I do. Vaguely, from yeah. the 90s, mm-hmm. 2000s. Okay, so I was on a total rabbit trail because I'm deep in the archive, researching both rom-coms and documentaries for two different parts <laughs> of my writing world right now as I prepare for different scripts. And this documentary I came across, which is called I Love New York, which was set in the pandemic. It's voiced by Whoopi Goldberg. It's really beautiful. And at the end, it uh, Moby's hit song, Why Does My Heart Feel So Bad, just like cuts through and it really surprised me and I was like oh yeah Moby um, and that song is um, yeah is a great one so I ended up on Spotify just to learn more about him see what he's doing right now and then I learned that he's got a documentary um, what? and kind of I knew so little about him but now I remember that he's like this quirky sort of hardcore vegan apparently a devout Christian 
he went through some really wild stuff and it looks like a really fascinating documentary so I'm gonna probably check it out but hey so, Moby other than being a vegan what's Moby up to these days and a devout Christian what's he up to well I don't yeah I don't I don't know I, we haven't talked lately but um sounds <laughs> no. like he's still he's like really prolific making a ton of music um yeah he's got huh. like millions and millions of listeners every month on Spotify so yeah it's right you just kind of forget about some of these artists and then there they are they're still alive still truth thriving. be told truth be told I don't have room for new repertoires of artists on, yeah. <laughs> aside from the three that I have on steady repeat right. in my life <laughs> but as you compete with your children in the car for exactly yes yeah. sound. What, what about you what did um, you do? so I feel like Brooke Ligertwood gets a lot of air time on this show on this show and um, in our world yes for so, good reason I know her songs are fantastic anyway she just uh, released a new album all of it is fantastic but in particular the song Authority has been really good for us mm. in this season so if you want to hop over there subscribe follow her what is it that you do on Spotify again no you can just like follow yeah, an artist follow her yeah. and listen to her it's album it is well worth it Okay, we're only five minutes in, a 15-minute podcast, but I'm stopping for an on-air advertisement because last episode I made history doing one, and, you know, it went over so well that I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> I didn't know this was happening. Did I, want, I buy into this? You are fully invested in this. All right. And so I just want to invite everyone over to my newsletter, Things I Wrote Down, which is now officially hosted at andrewkuman.com. Mm. So you can just jump over to andrewkuman.com and sign up for the newsletter. Each week I write an article and release it on Thursdays. And I'm starting to add more content for paid subscribers. There's a lot of stuff there. I'm starting to share more poetry and stage work and do some writing about faith and creativity. So what's not to like? Mm, that's great. The content is free, but free articles go behind a paywall after six weeks and there's a great archive. So paid su subscribers also get access to Unveil TV where you can watch what inspires you, follow the journey that Matt, Dan, and I, my brothers, are going as uh, we start this niche streaming platform. Mm. And you can check out content like our popular series, Breath of Life, or my movie, She Has a Name. There. That's the end of that ad. That was well worth it. What do you Thank think? Thank you for that ad. You liked it? That was, I appreciate that that happened. I'm so it glad. It's good. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've been watching some content. What What's something that stood out to you that you saw? I would say that I am 1% of females in Canada who did not go to the movies to see the Barbie movie. Right. However. Young I, children, travel, moving, all that. All those things. Anyway, so I waited until it came available on Amazon Prime. And let me tell you, I purchased <laughs> the Barbie movie for in-home viewing at no small cost to me of $29. Yeah, unbelievable anyway i rented it um when andrew was in british columbia for a couple of days and i thought it was really fun i thought that the sets were really well done that was probably what enticed me the most was the way that they built barbie land and how some of it was so um true to how you'd remember barbie right like there's no water mm -hmm. coming out of the, right, yeah, that's the shower the pool is plastic um, barbie doesn't walk down the stairs to get downstairs she floats from the roof of her house down to the bottom so 
that was one of the highlights. Yeah, it was nostalgic, do you find it? It was, yeah, I'd say it was nostalgic. I like that. Yeah, it was visually beautiful. I I was the target market, by the way. You were the target market. Yep. Yeah, I have, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. I mm-hmm. won't say much else, but I did love American mm-hmm. Ferreira, is that her name? Her speech, that was, that was probably the best written mm-hmm. bit. She was so good. Yeah, she pulled that off. Right? I know. Oh, no, the best written bit is when Barbie says, a construction site. There must be some elements oh. of feminism at a construction site <laughs> oh, yeah. on a Friday. Right. Where else would I Yeah, go? there were some funny moments. There were some good moments. Okay, we watched the Beckhams and mm. I gotta say, I loved it. I wrote in my like link roundup that I sent out on Sundays about it. Um, Golden Balls himself, who knew Golden Balls had such a big heart. Who knew? But I, yeah, it was like this true love story between Posh and Bex. You kind of... Um, I almost became a retroactive fan of him as a play, as a football <laughs> player because I was like in Asia when he was kind of at his peak and everyone was such a fan that I was kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, not paying as much attention, but his career is pretty amazing and it was just a really well-made documentary and I loved their, like when they would have different players watch footage mm-hmm. and that real close-up view that you get of their face to really get a window into their world. I thought that was such a neat filmmaking technique, so... Mm-hmm. Worth checking out. I just learned a life lesson from David Beckham. What's that? When the world is against you, just carry on. He is a top-notch person. Oh, that was, yeah, when he became the most hated man in Britain for his... uh, His red card? Red card in Argentina. Yeah, it was, well, I had no idea either, but it was, like, brutal. Oh, my goodness. And yet, the man was able to keep his head high, walk onto that soccer pitch... Day after day, yeah, I thought that. Banned it. Yeah, it was well done. Was pretty impressive. So mm-hmm. go check it out. And he's been vindicated because he was the captain for yeah. England in the World Cup. Yeah, the like the next next time around. Next time around, four years later. Pretty wild. Okay, so oh my goodness. Okay, this is Petra's orca moment. We're at the what did you learn section, and I'm gonna just leave the room for a while while she goes off because. Boy, has she gone, what are you calling it, through the wormhole? Wow. (laughs) Wormhole, indeed. I have been waiting this whole podcast for this moment. It feels like everything else could nearly be irrelevant just for the joy of getting to the moment in this podcast. So there is a wormhole available to all of us, and some of us might not know. Anyway... I now have a note on my phone, and it's called Orca Learnings. Oh, no. Tonight, I have learned more than the average person should about orcas, but it is fascinating. But not just any type of orca. It's like killer, killer whales. Mm, like so well, Andrew. Whales with a vendetta against You're the human You're stealing the thunder. Race. You're stealing the thunder. <laughs> so the thunder is what Andrew tried to come in and scoop up, is that whales are getting smarter. Or it's a fad. Scientists are not totally sure. But anyway, whales, a pod of whales attacked a boat again. Um, and they did, in fact, sink it. But they attacked this boat for a, an hour. Yeah, right, on Halloween. On Halloween. And they cracked the hull. The boat took on water. Coast Guard came. Which um, part of the world? Uh, in Europe. It's in Europe. Okay. Yeah, it's. I can't remember the name of the strait. But it's between. It's like the Nordic maybe countries. Maybe Spain and oh, well. I. We'll I will confirm that this. anyway. Um, but the yes, the Coast Guard had to come haul the boat, try to haul the boat to shore. All the passengers got off. 
Okay. So it was a small um, sailboat. Hmm. Anyway, but the boat went down. Sadly. And how many whales? Are... A pod. Well. I don't know how many whales are in a pod, but so are they getting smarter? Because they are teaching each other hmm. how to attack boats. One orca ripped the rudder off a boat. Okay, this and is it, recent. And it's recent, and it travels. Okay, they think that it was started by one orca who is traumatized by a boat accident, and then she, in her very sad trauma, taught the other orcas how to attack a boat, and then that pod is teaching other pods. So it's wow. it's all very sus. But anyway, are, there's more. Yes, because you're talking about like <laughs> well, I knew this the South African one, where like the livers. Oh my goodness! Okay, the other thing is that orcas. Yeah, have you heard about this, people? Have you orcas heard about this? are attacking sharks and eating only their livers. They're leaving the rest of the shark body, eating like just white, the livers. Right? Yes, great white sharks eating just the livers, and it's because the liver is the most nutritious hmm. in the shark. And so these orcas... But these orcas have names, you told me. I didn't tell you that they have names. I told you that these orcas are highly social animals and that they have their own dialect. Wow. Among their pods and they adapt it. Yes, and... But I, you told me that they port and starboard is what these two orcas are called. That yes, are named by scientists. Right, of They course. didn't name themselves. I wasn't implying <laughs> that. But because it reminded me of that film, The Ghost in the Darkness, about these oh, man yeah. killing, these man eaters, these lions in oh. Africa. But it was oh, like the goodness. killer whale version of this. Yes, okay. So the killer like whales the are called yeah. port and starboard. And yes, they are attacked. Yes, they did not name themselves sharks. port and starboard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to rewatch Free Willy, I think. It is time. I've been waiting. I'm going to just put that album on because that's like Michael Jackson at his height. That's right. Whatever happened to the boy who played? I don't know. we got to. This okay. is for next episode. All right. So. Thank you for that interlude. I what, really appreciate it. Wasn't there a salmon though? Something about. Oh my goodness. I feel like that was the most important. <laughs> okay. That was so, the pinnacle of your It was the learnings. pinnacle. Yes. Because either the. So. The other option is that the whales attacking these boats is just a fad because in the 80s there was also a fad amongst killer whales to wear dead salmons on their head. It lasted <laughs> two seasons. One season all the all the orcas were doing it and then the next season, the next summer all the orcas were doing it again. It was started by one female orca by the way, trendsetter. Hmm. Orca Barbie. Orca Barbie wore it the next season. Then it was out. No more salmon. No more salmon Never hats. Never been witnessed again. Wow. No. So anyway, okay. it, that could be the boat attacks. It's like they just need to pass the time. You know? This is wild. Yeah. We need links. You can count on them. Okay. Yes. Send I think them. it. I think the site is called Live Science. And I'm bought in. <laughs> 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 There's more to read, my friends. Amazing. Well, I learned that Haley Bieber has a skincare line. <laughs> wow. That's more important. Changed my life. Okay, what caught your attention? I'm going to start because this is pretty cool. Timberland, the boot company, has an amazing documentary called It's Not a Boot. 
and I found it really fascinating and I think you should go check it out um I'm like I need to own a pair of these mm. boots I also checked out how much they cost and now I know why I don't own a pair how much it's like 200 bucks Ooh. a boot Ooh. but I Her thought it was, it was pretty rad. The uh, yeah, another great documentary. Mm. They're trying to like bring this legacy brand into the future. And I thought Brilliant. it fascinating. Well, did you know that that's Mattel's strategy for their toys because their toy sales were plummeting, and mm-hmm. so then they decided to pivot to a content marketing strategy. So they're rolling out all these movies. Yeah, Barbie. Well, it's Hot all about Wales, IP, right? And intellectual it's property. Yeah, the Timberland was cool because it it looks how different like it's being embraced by like all these different subcultures around the world, like hip hop, R and B in the States. And then also like high fashion in um, Mm. Italy and yeah, all these different, it was kind of made for hiking. Yeah. Um, And so then there's like this real like outdoorsy angle, but like just all the ways that it's being kind of embraced by different subcultures is really, Mm. really cool. And they didn't plan for that. And so they're kind of, they've had to like pivot and react to that. Oh, and they did neat. it in a really interesting way with a lot of learning. So, yeah, that caught my attention. That's really fun. How about for you? Um, have you heard of the travel backpack? I have not. Oh, hold on to your hat. <laughs> oh, hold on to your salmon. Hold on to my salmon hat. <laughs> so the travel backpack zips open, folds out. You can pack it like a suitcase, zip it back up. And just for our listening audience, there are a lot of hand motions a lot of hand happening motions. right now. You wear it on your back. There's like multiple pouches. I just think I'll be getting one and it's going to make travel so much easier. There's a pouch that is lined um, for liquids so that, you know, like that irritating suitcase moment when your liquid explodes. No, liquid explodes. That's not going to happen because there's a compartment in your bag. How big are we talking? Is this like carry-on size or backpack size? TSA certified. Okay. Yes, it is approved. Anyway. Oh, there's even a little zipper in the strap that you can put your passport into. Nice. They thought of I everything. Mean, well, what's amazing, and I'll be sad to say this, but I might not need my fanny pack anymore. <laughs> but you know who won't be sad? Who? The rest of the traveling world. <laughs> Have we spoken about the joy that's available from wearing a fanny pack? When traveling, everything you need is right there in a little pouch. It's like your kangaroo in the airport. Andrew's bored. Wrap this up. I'm sure our audience is captivated, but we're, we're excited about all your accoutrements, all the things that you can wear. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. I like it. I'm excited. I'm excited Good. for your travel pack. And Thank you know what? Keep wearing that fanny pack. Rock it. I will. You I've, rock it. I've been rocking the fanny pack since 2006. It's not going to change yeah, now. So that brings us to the end of another episode of Mocktail Mashup. We'll drop the recipe in the show notes. If you have a favorite mocktail, please drop it in the comments. We just want to say thanks for listening. If you want more great content, jump over to Things I Wrote Down for some great reads. Until next time. Until next time.